You may have played poker, but playing poker in Texas is a different animal. This is the Texas Poker Podcast with Tyler and Clint. Hello, this is the Texas Poker Podcast. I'm Tyler. This is Clint. What's up, y'all? We are back with episode 80. Episode 80. So... I've been playing a lot of shorter sessions uh, late, lately. Not exactly what I'm going going for, but it just kind of ha- has been kind of happening that way. <laughs> so, it's either a hit and run expert or a busting out expert, one or the other. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> and I tell you what, my hit and run game, it ain't great. <laughs> it's uh, so I get the urge to play Mondays. A lot of times I work Tuesday during the day. So last night it was a. Uh, I was like, well, I can play and not have to worry about anything. So I end up playing really late at night for me. I mean, it's like 10, 30, 11. I was super shocked to hear that you were playing that late. Because I yeah. know you never go that late, especially Texas Cardinals. Pretty good drive at that time for us. Yeah, it is. And it was not the best of weather either. So I don't know. I had the itch to play and just decided that was I was going to play. So I start, yeah, I usually like 6 to 8. I feel like you get more of the rec players. Where the later you get, you get more of the players who are just kind of there a lot. 100%. But I do remember the weather was bad enough to keep me at the house that day. But, all right, so you're driving in the weather. Yeah. Uh, I get there and start this session. Uh, get on a table fairly quickly. It takes like 10, 15 minutes. And I end up with pocket jacks on the button. Uh, it limps to me. There's like two players that limped. I make it 15. Right. What do you think about the 15 here? I think maybe I should have gone to 20. Uh, I don't know. Like, normally 20 would be my norm for this. I don't know why I chose 15 here. I completely kind of uh, brain, a little brain fart here. But normally it's a, normally I would go to about 20, but 15 to 20, about the same either way. 100%. I will blame it on the weather. Continue. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, under the gun who limps makes it a min race to 30. God, it's so weird how we were talking about this last week and it happens to you again this week at a different spot in yeah. our poker room. So, uh, There's nothing to do here but call, but it does make me kind of suspicious. when With someone min raising pre-flop where there's no fold equity, it seems like they just want to build up the pot and have more money in it. I'm, a, I'm definitely on edge here. 100% I can see alarm bells going off, but we both have agreed that once you put 15 and get min click, you're basically calling with any two cards. Kind of my thinking. I mean, like, I can have enough to, 15 is even a good set mine here. So, I call, the flop is 833. He bets 50. I may obviously make the call here. Yes. Just too weak to fold. I mean, it's just too weak to fold here. He Now... Another alarm bell is happening. He's betting 50 into 65. So he's betting almost a full pot size bet. I'm still calling this, putting him on like ace-king here a lot of times, trying to take it down. That's what, that's what I would be doing in my head. Ace-king, ace-queen, whatever he would be three-betting with, king-queen, something like that. Um, two overs is really what I'm putting him on here myself. I think it's po- I think ace-king is possible. Uh, Probably more likely. I mean, how many three bets do you see in our one three games? Well, you're going to love this. The turn is a king. Did you rip your jacks off and toss them in the muck? (laughs) 
he bets he leads out into me for a hundred. This is just a snaffold for me. I mean, whatever. If you were ahead, now you're behind. Um, yeah. And if you weren't already behind. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I fold without too much thought. It's a uh, the only, one. Of the only things that I could tell I could feel like I was beating. I mean, I feel like he's gonna have aces, kings, and queens here a lot, and then. Ace King is one of the few things I thought I was beating, and now it's a uh, uh, it's got me. It's a uh, just a fold for me. And uh, like I say, I just I you can't that you can't you just can't stack off in these scenarios where they're going to have you beat most of the time there. Uh, so I was so that's kind of how it started the session. Definitely not great, not a great start. I mean, even if it's a good fold. That's still a tough making money folding. Oh, that's not yeah, that's not a dream, not a dream scenario. Uh, it, the next one is I know the listeners just love PLO, but it is a kind of a big part of uh, these poker games in Texas. There's always reverse button. So, and this is an interesting hand. The in PLO it's raised to ten. I have Ace King ten eight, uh, single suited with the Ace being suited. So, a pretty damn good hand. Not quite good enough to re-raise. And what was it again? Ace, King, Queen, 8? Ace, King, 10, 8. 10, 8, okay. Uh, with the Ace being suited. Okay. The flop is Ace, 8, 5. So, two pair and a backdoor flush draw, maybe? Uh, I don't remember having the backdoor flush flush draw. I think it might have been Rainbow, actually. Uh, it checks to me. I pop for 50. There's no flushes here. There's no straights here. Uh, sets of aces and eights are double blocked by me. And I mean, only really the set of fives is what I'm scared of. Uh, I pot it for 50 and there's one call. The turn is a three. Player checks to me. I pop for 150. Uh, the three changes literally nothing on the board. You get called here, though. You're slightly worried, right? Are you starting to think of sets or better to pair? Well, I this is almost my entire stack here. Okay. So, well, you I had mean, top and bottom, right? You had top and bottom on the flop? No, I have top two. Oh, top two. Oh, okay. I think I had top and bottom. Okay, okay. I'm not... Um, I'm not too worried. There yeah. might have been a flush draw, and there might have been six... There's six, seven available for an open-ended straight draw. Okay, I'm uh, just trying to think of things you get action here, but okay. Yeah, continue. and then there's lesser two pairs. I pop for 150. She goes all in for like 165. So you fold. Uh, or well, <laughs> she goes all in. she goes all in. She's got me covered by a lot, but I have like 15 behind. <laughs> Why would you uh, bet with 15? Oh, because you potted it. Okay. Yeah, I can only. <laughs> uh, I call, and we run the river twice. I'm good on both. She had ace three. Oh, she had top and bottom. Yeah, so she turned uh, two pair. On that oh, board. I thought she... Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, well, that's great run out for you. Yeah, I was really happy with the way that the way that was played, and uh, the run out was obviously really good as well. Were you fading anything? Did you have a draw uh, to go with it, or was it just two pair? I mean, I'm sure she had some cards above an A. Well, no, I meant anything with... um. I didn't see. It was a pretty... She did not have much. It was just basically that. Okay, gotcha. I was just dodging the bigger two pair combos. Uh... So I did kind of learn that she was rec the, player. We'll yeah, say. she was a rec player. She was very ready to get it, get ready to splash around in pots with not very much. I learned that during that session quite a bit. Uh, 
the next one is a pretty big hand, and this is going to be a hold hold on to your seats because it's a double board bomb pot. Uh, so on the double board bomb pot, I have two three, and I flop the nut straight on top, no flush draw. So it is ace four five. I bet something I've been doing less of used to. I would constantly pot these bets, and my whole theory was to get somebody off of the other board and put pressure on them. Lately, I've kind of <laughs> been getting quartered and bummed out about it. Yeah, <laughs> lately now I've kind of drawn back on that because. A lot of times you're not pushing somebody out and now you're just drawing to chop. Or is if you bet less and you get some extra players in there, you're just getting more you're getting more money to chop. So I bet like two thirds pot. I don't go full pot and I get two calls. The turn is completely safe. I still have the nuts. I bet two thirds again and both call. The river brings a bigger straight on top. Uh, I go ahead and check it. The player pots for six hundred. Obviously, I only have I only have two twenty five behind. The one player folds. I obviously call. I mean, it's there's a bigger straight that came through, but I mean, if he went runner runner to have a bigger straight, and I now it's two twenty five to into a just might as well be a million. Uh, I call, and I'm good for the chop. Well, that's nice. And so so you're I probably was, up at this point now, right? Oh, yeah. I'm up just massively uh, at this point. Like, Well, not massively. I'm up like 400 or something. <laughs> uh, I run into... Ooh, I do not have the hand that I really uh, got into it with. Uh, I know I... Hit top pair with a worse kicker and lost some money there. And I had just a whole bunch of misses. Uh, I kind of get whittled. It's one of those sessions where I just kind of get whittled down a lot and kind of get tilted. There was a PLO pot where I had a really good starting hand. I flop an ace. I just have an ace. But I do have backdoor flush and straight draws. And I've got big cards for bigger two pair, and there's no flush or straight out there. I call kind of a small bet, seeing if I can get somewhere on the turn. The turn was a nine of diamonds. It made it ace, eight, nine, eight, nine of diamonds. I had queen, ten, jack of diamonds. So it did bring in, so what was the flop? Because it brought in the straight. The flop would have been ace, five, eight. So I'm like, with where I am at here, I've got now a minor wrap up top, but they're all nut outs. I have now second nut flush draw. And I'm like, well, let me try to represent six, seven. And I just pot it because I'm never going anywhere if someone bets at this point. So I'm like, let me see if I can take it down representing a hand I don't have. I bet one player folds and one player calls. So I'm like, well, I'm going to have to get lucky. The Ace of Diamonds comes on the river, which I'm pretty happy about at the moment. 
I was like, well, I'm blocking boats, and I've and I've got now the second nut flush draw that was a back door. And I mean, for what I have left behind, I mean, there's just never folding here. I go all in. It's like for like a hundred and twenty dollars. He kind of snap calls and has a boat for ace nine. Ace is full of nines. Dang, that's brutal. Yeah, I don't. It's one of those hands where I don't know that I played it that well, uh, but I can't. I guess if I I can fold the flop there, and not kind of get wrapped up into this into this turn, uh, or maybe I can check the turn. If he, I mean, if I check the turn, you know, probably everybody else checks, being a little scared of six seven. So it's a not the best, but that ended up t- sending me out and sent me out with for, with a zero for that night. So, kind of a sad ending to like what was started out as a pretty good night. The um, yeah, that potting on the turn really got you tangled up in a big one, huh? Yeah, it. I kind of wonder on if that was the move there or not. Probably not. Here's my problem: is I feel like I'm not sure how many people put you on six seven. Well, I mean, I, I would have played 6-7 this way. No, I know. I'm just, I'm kind of half thinking like, so he just had two pair and he, called the pot there? Yeah, he just had two pair. I mean, he did not put you on 6-7, I guess, right? Because that pot must have been gigantic. Well, well, I mean, it was, it wasn't gigantic until I potted the turn. It was exactly no, 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 I'm talking, I'm talking the turn pot. Uh, Well, after I pot the turn, which is weird if he, like, with him not really having the nuts, I would usually have the nuts here and very little money behind even drawing to a bow. That's kind of wrong. Yeah, I guess, I don't know what he put you on. Just yeah, basically what you had. I guess so. I mean, just, I mean, <laughs> I mean a, a draw and a naked ace, I guess. I mean, it's uh, maybe if he read my hand just blind or whatever. Well, I mean, the reason why I said it, it seemed like no one's putting on 6-7 here because it seemed like they would have folded two pair there. Yeah, absolutely. That's kind of my thought when I say um, it seems like they're not putting you on 6-7 here when you pot, even though you would have the nuts here, like, what, 80% of the time, probably, 90% of the time? Well, and I mean, here's the other thing is, should I ever call this flop bet, knowing that whenever I do hit, it's kind of, like, I'm in the same kind of position, unless it's exactly two pair. And even then, I mean, someone's got all the, you know, lower sets. It's, like, when I call that flop bet, there's almost every card in the deck is going to give me get me into this position, because the ton of them bring either straight outs, two pairs, or you know, flush out. I guess, or I guess it's fine too. I mean, if it's any other diamond, I end up take, scooping a gigantic pot. If it's any of the other cards that were bigger than a nine, I end up winning. Uh, or any of the straight cards were good. So I guess this kind of results-oriented to say how bad I played the hand, I guess. Yeah, well, I don't think I I don't think it's fair to say how bad you played it per se. I think it's... I definitely think you were on the more unlucky side than you were on the bad playing side. I was just thinking if there was a point that you could have changed your decision, it probably would have been the turn potting it. Uh... Well, like my thought was, I was calling all the turn bets, so I was trying to give myself the chance to win the pot. Oh no, no, no. I get. It, I, I, I mean, if it checks around, obviously, 
this is really, I mean, I don't know that it much changes. Because if it checks, let's say it does check around. What I'm saying, well, I don't know if you get stacked, though, is what I'm saying. That's the only thing I think it changes. Or do you think you still get stacked? Well, at that point, if it did check around, the pot would have only been 140. So he would have only been able to bet 140. That's that's kind of what I was getting at with it. Yeah, with me having the ace that blocks some boats and having a pretty damn good flush that got there was very disguised, there's a very good chance I might bet going for value, get re-raced, and I almost... I mean, you're definitely... Call, I mean, Yeah, well, I mean, it'd be a tilt call. I don't know what I'm ever beating on once he re-raises me. But I'm also getting ridiculous odds at that point. Interesting thought. I was just wondering. That was kind of more my thought of like the only time. Seems like everything else kind of played itself, how it worked out. You kind of seem to think that maybe folding the flop was the decision point. I kind of think maybe potting it on the turn might have been. Uh, Yeah, there's a... It could be either way on that. So it's kind of a... But I don't know. Either way, the result was the same, and I left $300 down. Uh, and what was, I think Texas Card House is not the best games anymore. I think they're all kind of grindy. This game was, at least had one or two players that were definitely wreck players. So, kind of sad to leave it at that game, but it was, I just wasn't ready to, I didn't, I didn't even bring two bullets. I was, kind of came <laughs> ill prepared. It was a spur of the moment thing. <laughs> it's funny, whenever you're like, they had some wreck players there. One of them lost with a flush versus a boat and then left. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no and then he didn't even bring enough money to rebuy. No, that that guy, not great. Uh, so that was uh so I think you went to Doghouse today. Um, yes, I did. I went to Doghouse and started off hot, and I was wondering why am I why am I winning money? What's going on here? <laughs> um, you know, I'm bluffing, getting you know, I pocket pair that got counterfeited, still put in the river bluff and took it down. Um, you know, doing the normal th- kind of stuff. I figured it out. There was uh, no holding button. That's why I was up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> then I went on a pretty bad tear. Um, I flopped. I turned. This was an interesting one. I was in. It was either the small blind or the big blind. Like the whole table limped. I had nine seven offsuit. Okay. <sighs> I threw in the two dollars. I think I was in the small blind. It was either the small or the big. I think I threw in two dollars. But fair. everyone limped. I threw in two dollars. See a flop. Okay. Um flop comes eight, ten, um, and maybe like a high card like a queen, maybe. Or a king. Okay. I bet um no, I check it. I check it. Checks around. If I was thinking about betting it and I was like, well, so multi-way, I need to hit this hand before I... I like to check here. I mean, because when you're betting here, you're like, it's basically a bluff and it's almost never being taken down in a multi-way pot there. So I like to check here. Oh, it was a king. That's what the that's what it was. Okay. So you have 9-7 offsuit in the small blind. Yep. Uh, flop is 8-10 king. Yes. Okay, and it checks around? Checks around. Um, turn is a six, so now I've turned the nuts. Okay, beautiful card. So I bet 15 into this tiny pot. The whole table calls. Well, you 
I mean, depending on what the river is, you love this. Um, and then the guy last act goes, what did that six change for you guys? So I'm already kind of like, well, that's not great. You know, is what I was kind of thinking. Yeah. Normally when a player starts talking like that, something's up. It was kind of my thought. I completely agree. Um, River pairs the king. Okay. I'm, I still believe I have the best hand here. That was kind of my thought. I bet 50 here. Uh, I like this. Pot's pretty big at this point because, like I said, all eight players called the 15. I mean, nobody's shown any strength to have a set when it checks around on the flop. Uh, You didn't get re-raised on the turn. So, at this point, you're just praying somebody has a random shitty king and and you can get value from trips. How much would you bet to get such value? Uh, how big was the pot on the tr- on the river? Uh, what would it be? It'd be like three times eight, so we'll call that twenty-four, and then it was fifteen called all the way around as well. So we're well, so let's go. Like I'm sure someone follows. So let's go seven fifteen, <laughs> uh, seventy-five, ninety, one hundred five plus twenty-four. So it should be about one thirty. Yeah, so what uh, are you betting here? I might actually bet bigger here. Well, you don't know how much I bet. How much would you bet? Oh, oh like, I thought you said 50. Oh, okay. I may have said it earlier. but uh, I'd probably bet about 100 maybe. I bet 50. Everyone folds, goes to the last guy who talked. Instead of shipping it, he just calls and has uh, pocket sixes. So the six that gave me the nuts... Gave him boat outs and he drilled it on the river. I mean, really kind of lucky that this guy just decides to call with with a full house here. Yeah, I was super surprised. I mean, if he re-raises, I don't like calling re-raises in these low-limit games because there's so almost never a bluff. But the way this pot is played, where it's been played passively all the way down... I mean, I could still see this as being an overvalued king. He definitely is going to get some money. I don't know how much he's going to get when he re-raises, but I, you're definitely, I'm definitely calling something here. He had about 150 more, so he's probably getting 150 more. Yeah, that's a maybe even less. It might have been like 120 more. But. I mean, very weird. I mean, talk about like great for you that he played it this way. Yeah, 100. percent Um. Then I played like another one where I had, I think I had top pair on a, on a flush draw board that I tried betting for protection and, um, guy drills a gut shot straight. I bet pot all the way down rivers, a nine to get him, um, Jack high straight. Oh, wow. That's a, I mean, (laughs) On a flush draw, I did not even think that the nine would complete any of the draws. That I mean, I guess it would complete the top end, the nine high straight draw. But I just put him on a flush draw. I bet big. I mean, I bet gigantic. I mean, I overbet pot on the flop. I bet because um, I think I had like maybe king queen, and I flopped a queen. What were the other two cards? Do you remember? Because that kind of comes into play quite a bit here. Um. Well, 
he drilled a gutter, so it has to be six or seven, eight, right? Oh, I didn't know if he turned and rivered the, uh, the no, gutter. No, no. Uh, so okay, so seven, eight. Did he? He had nine, ten, I guess. He oh wait, Jack ten. He had Jack ten. Oh, okay, I gotcha. Yeah, yeah and I overbet pot on the flop. Got it heads up. Brick on the turn, like a deuce of clubs. I was like, perfect. This is time to bet big again. Charge the. Uh, charge everyone the flush misses it's the nine just nine and he leads out for 125 i'm just oh okay that was what was gonna be my question you said you bet big all three streets i was like it seems like a check on the river here no yeah 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 definitely checking there okay yeah but i mean you're yeah i can see the well I think this nine is kind of a shitty card. I was actually for you. out of position. I bet big on the flop. I bet big on the turn. I did check the river and he bet 125 and I paid it off. That's what happened. I was out of position here. How big was 125 in the pot, you think? You can just estimate. Was it probably about a half pot bet? I mean, I bet 60 on the turn. I yeah. mean, so I don't know. I mean, like I hate this nine. No, it was it was less than half pot. If I bet six on the turn, one twenty would be um, pop. But I bet big on the flop too. Yeah, and I and I bet big uh, to open because I was uh, king queen under the gun. God, I, like, I mean, the problem is this to me. This nine completes so many two pairs is my problem. Like, like seven eight, like seven nine eight nine queen nine king nine. But I mean, you're never putting them on Jack Ten, so I don't know. This is a really, this is just a really crappy card in general for you. But getting half pot, you only have to be right, what twenty five percent of the time. Less than half pot. It was half pot on the turn, but there was still a bunch of money in on the pre flop and flop. I mean, this is what it is. You just got to call it off. I mean, it shows how bad players are that they would chase something this random. For a pot-sized bet. <laughs> I mean, I thought for sure it had to be, like, a flush draw with a gutter. Uh, right? Is what I, I mean, when it, if he's going to hit the gutter, that's how I thought he was going to hit it, with the flush draw as well. Like, I thought I was fading, um, would it be 12 outs, but... Yeah. No, just it, the just the four. I mean, that's, that's a rough one, especially when you bet that big all the way down. But like I say, I mean, we want these players in games. We just don't want them to hit. <laughs> Yep, he hit, and it was rough. Um, so I went from being up quite a bit to now those hands just chopping me down. Okay. Um, trying to think if I had any other somewhat big ones. I mean, it was, you know, basically the same story. I turned the nuts, he rivered. Um, the biggest hand, though, unfortunately, was a PLO bomb pot. I'll basically give you the gist of it. Okay. My hand was seven seven five two single suited. Okay. Um, I flopped open ended on one board with a pair. Or no, I turned the pair. Sorry, I turned the pair. I flopped open ended with a five seven. Okay. And I flopped just a deuce on one board. So I'm basically done here. Yeah. Checks around. To turn a deuce and a deuce. So I have a pair to go with my open-ended and I have, well, I guess the pair doesn't matter. Pocket sevens in my hand, but the other, uh, deuces on the other board. Okay. 
So all the deuces are accounted for. So it's king, jack, deuce, deuce on one board. And I have a deuce, and the fourth deuce is on the other board. So you've got trips, and there's no other deuces left. On the, exactly. So the there's game. no kicker problems here. I gotcha. The only thing I'm losing to at this point is pocket kings and pocket jacks. But they checked the flop. Yeah. That's, I'm not too worried about it at that point. So I was thought I had the nuts here at this point. The, you know, perceived nuts. Right. I bet... Um, I bet 15... And um, it goes call, call, raise to 45, call 45. And I also had a flush draw on one of the boards as well, the uh, the non-paired board, the one with the straight draw. I'm not certain that comes into play, though, because it's got to be the shittiest flush draw ever, right? Correct. Okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then I'm here with two hundred dollars. Well, I definitely don't think you raise here, right? It's definitely a call. Oh, really? I did raise, yeah. I guess it. What's the chance of it going check check on the river? Regardless, uh. Well, I mean, with you having, with the way this has played out, you would have. I mean, you gotta assume they're probably on the other board. I mean, I would think so. I mean, maybe someone has now has ace king, and they just think two pair is the nuts on that board. Okay, I mean, I definitely am never folding. I don't know if I'm raising or calling because it's kind of hard to put yourself in that spot at this exact at the exact moment. But I'm never folding. I do know that. Um, the two forty five people call the fifteens fold. Um, he had king jack for two pair river to king, so that one great. So, um, the other person had pocket jacks had already, I was already dead to and bricked out on the bottom board to see my way right out the door. Man, bomb pots are, bomb pots are a bitch. (laughs) Yeah, that sums that up. It's, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, with all the deuces being accounted for, like, I think this is easier to get away from if all the deuces aren't accounted for. Oh, 100%. You never get stacked here. Yeah, with your shitty kicker, you could just be like, okay, well, someone's got a better deuce with an ace. One of these guys. Uh, But, I don't know. That's uh, weird that that guy would just let it check all the way around with pocket jacks on that flop. Same, yeah, super weird. Even with the king jack, I mean, yeah, it's still very weird. True. I mean, talk about running into some weird hands how they were played. I mean, I guess you probably should uh, sometimes play it that way if you only have equity on one board, but that's just not how people play it. So I mean, I just would not expect it. Yep, threw me off, but didn't matter because once I was thrown off, I was also out the door. Wow. So, very short session, very sad session. Uh, well, there's some of them are going to go that way. Uh, sounds like my Texas card house session and your dog house session are right in the line with each other. Uh, tonight, I ended up going to Paramount. Ended up... So, I have one that's a very interesting. It's a, a PLO hand. <laughs> it really goes kind of crazy. I have King, Queen, Jack, Seven, double suited. It comes around to me. I pop for 15. 
Then one player makes it 30. I just call... Okay, I see what... It, yeah, I pot it for 15. One player makes it 30. A lot of... Almost everybody calls. Comes around to me. I think of repotting it. And what do you have here? King, queen, jack, seven, double suited. Uh... My theory was, like, this is a pretty damn good hand. Yeah, I mean, I like the th- I mean, I just I just think it's a good idea right now. I'm interesting. I'm definitely not against it. Yeah. I figure, like, the flush draws are more live if I, uh, if I can get this fewer ways. Uh, but I think about it, and then I just call. Dang. The flop is nothing but a seven. This seems like a weird hand to continue with. This is not how this how this. I went. was about to say if this hand ends up on the podcast. Oh, that's what that's what I was uh, mi- missing. So okay, so I make it fifteen. It calls all the way around to thirty, and the last player goes all in. It's a pretty big detail right here. Yeah, I was wondering. I was like, I was like, this was way bigger than what this sounds like. Wait, uh, how much did you go all in for? He was, he went all in for a good amount. Uh, it was like two, two fifty, three hundred. How much do you have here? Mm. Or oh, well, he was not all in. He he but he potted it for a gigantic amount. Uh, I had once I called, I had sixty more. I do know that I was probably I probably had like three hundred at that time. If you know he has aces here. Is it still a profitable call? Well, I thought was pretty certain he. Oh, there was a good chance I thought he might have aces here, uh, but when he does pot it, at least one other player was in there calling. Yeah, it was just one other player because I was like, well, if I, I would have the side pot if I do beat him at least. But I thought you were next to act, mm. so you would have had to call, and then someone called after you, right? No, I had last action on this one. So then that means, so how did he repot it then? Oh, you're right. One player would have had last action. Yeah. Uh, he must have, he, he folded. But I mean, I, like at that point, I mean, once I, once I either make this call or not, I'm pretty much all in for my chip. So it really kind of ceases to matter at that point. No, no, no. I know you're all in. I'm saying if you know this guy has aces, like that's probably what you're up against, right? Uh, there's a good chance, 100%. Uh, okay. once it comes around to me and I have, make it 15, then one player makes it 30. I mean, I have 30 in there. I'm getting pretty decent odds. I don't know. I mean, like, I'm not the best PLO player. I feel like I'm very live against any hand, though. I feel like at worst, I'm like a 40% dog. I don't know. I mean, so, I, I mean, my PLO game is trash, so I don't know. Uh, I mean, you just heard how I lost my money playing PLO, so. I mean, having th- three connected uh, Broadway cards and being double suited, I just don't think I'm ever a dog to much of anything. I mean, I, like, if I am, like, I think I'm, like, 10%, and I've already got 30 in there, and then there's going to be, I'm getting pretty good pot odds here. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I said I made the call for a gigantic amount. Never thought about repotting it here to get all in, just out of curiosity. 
If you're never folding for the $60 more. Probably should have. Yeah. I do believe you are right there. Uh, the flop is nothing. It's eight, seven, like crap deal. Definitely, None of my suits, nothing. Definitely makes sense how you ended up in this hand. Not knowing that you only have $6 behind. Yeah. Uh, then he pushes for 60. I'm like, well, I'm never good here, but I mean, maybe I have outs. I mean, it's $60 now to win gigantic amounts. I mean, yeah, you're, you're uh, definitely calling, which is why I like the potting it earlier. But yeah, I definitely agree with calling the 60 here. Yeah, I call. I river the queen for two pair, and I beat everybody. Everybody? I thought it was heads up. No, there was one other guy. It was, oh, me okay. and that guy had a side pot. for his, his 60 went into a side pot. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Wow, uh, that's great. Yeah, it was. A, he had flopped the nut flush straw. The other guy had a flush straw, and they just all missed and ended up taking it down with two pair. Uh, so, gigantic pot right at the beginning. I mean, all I learned was king, queen, 10, 7, double suited. Profitable call. King, queen, jack, 7. <laughs> Even better. Yeah, I don't. I don't want you to. You know, king, queen, ten, seven. I mean, that's a this shit hand. Full, full. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so I end up do uh, in that hand. End up going pretty high at the beginning. Uh, I get into another hand. I have king, queen. I raise to fifteen. The entire table calls. Sick. Mm, no, I raise to ten. The entire table calls because it was eighty. Going? Okay. Because uh, uh, I was like, well, this this is kind of shit. I mean, there's no flops I really love here. Uh, it does come queen-jack-4. And I'm like, well, jack-4 and queen-4 seem like they'd be really awkward two pairs to have here. Queen-jack is blocked by me. So I feel like I might have the best hand here. I bet 50. Definitely still betting. Don't know if I'm betting 50 after making it 10. But I'd probably do like 35 myself. But... Mm. So you do like a third pot bet, third because I mean it's eighty dollars. Yeah, yeah, no, I know, but um, seeing it so multi way, that's what I think I would have bet. But okay, I can see that. Uh, I don't know. I just play these multi way pots so passively. I mean, we and you always disagree on these multi way pots just because we play them so fundamentally different. Yeah, I just play them so passively. I'm, I mean, just so. Uh, I like fifty because it does charge some draws. Uh, it, and I mean, it's one of those things where a queen is probably not folding. That's a lesser queen anyways. Mm-hmm. So there's my theory. Uh, but I get one call. It, the, what was it? An eight comes on the turn. And I didn't love this. It was a flush draw. Uh, yeah. That's not a great turn for you. But nine ten gets there. Jack eight's a very possible hand. Queen eight's a very possible hand. Nine just, ten is the one I'm the most worried about here. Yeah. After betting so big on the flop, that's really what I'm worried about. But uh, now later, I think I played this wrong. I check, he jams, and I he jams for a hundred dollars, and I call. Uh, but I mean, is it that bad? I mean, I feel like it's pretty small in correlation to the pot, right? Didn't you say it was eighty? Then you bet fifty, so it was one thirty. Uh, well, well, I mean, I think the call is an easy call here. Oh, oh, okay. I thought you were. I thought you were saying the call was bad. Okay. No, I was. Oh, okay. I was talking about the check. Because if I'm going to check this, if I'm going to call his all his bets here for all in, well, I should at least try to get value or charge flush draws. Because he's always going to bet jack eight. He's always going to bet queen eight, and he's always going to bet the straight. 
if I'm calling that off anyways, then I feel like I should be betting against his queens and his flush draws that I do have beat. Um, I disagreed before you gave me your explanation, and now I 100% agree. Okay, yeah. I mean, what you said made all the sense. So that was kind of my thought on how, like, it, it's in same result, but I mean, it's no, it's no, a, I big difference though. Yeah. I agree. I mean, if he's sitting there with just a flush draw, you're just taking that down right there. Yeah. So he calls, uh, especially like you were just saying, I'm just gonna basically repeat. If you're gonna call it off anyway, you might as well try to get that fold equity there and not give him a free car card to river you. Yeah, just yeah, get value really. I mean, because yeah. everything I have beat, there's things that I have beat that would call, and there's things that I'm calling anything anyways. That's a good breakdown. Yeah. I agree with that. Uh, I call, and he shows queen nine for a crappier king queen. Uh, we agree to run it twice and ten on the river and ten on the river to give him us two straights. That's why I got to run it once every time. <laughs> I don't know if I can uh, handle such beats. That tilted me pretty bad. <laughs> I was pretty uh I was pretty far ahead there. And that How are you gonna hit a ten and a ten? Yeah, <laughs> I mean So he had four tens and two no, three eights, is that what it was? Uh three nines. Yeah. Or three nines. So yeah. seven, so times two is fourteen. So he's he's less than fifteen percent on the river and got there on both rivers. Dang, sometimes better player just wins, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, I won't lie. That pretty much tilted me. Uh, getting some other hands. I was like, those didn't go no nowhere after that tilt. Yeah, <laughs> I could see those nothing, going. nothing good was coming of it. I end up, I was up quite a bit. I finally, I was up eighty five dollars, and I'm like, well, I'm just cashing out. If I was up big at Texas Card House, and I, you know, cashed out for zero. And if that happens tonight again, it's really just going to throw me through the tilt, like kind of tilt me for like another session. So I was like, well, I just take a small win and call it good. Absolutely. Well, that's it for me. Do you have anything? Uh, that's pretty much it. We'll try. I'm going to try to put some hours in more this week. Uh, I don't know where I'll end up playing. 101K. It seems like me and you have been playing at 101 Katie, Texas Card House, and Paramount a lot. I mean, if you have, I'll probably play at Paramount. I think maybe the Thursday freeze out would be pretty fun. But um, that'd be kind of a good change of pace for me, I think. But like I always say, recommend 101 Katie for the food. So good. That, that's, I that mean, so if, good. if I'm going to make a recommendation, I'll either play there or probably Paramount if I was guessing today. Yeah, well, sounds good. We'll uh, get there and hopefully have some winning sessions to talk about next week. Sounds good. On that note, we'll talk to you next week. That was the Texas Poker Podcast. Go ahead and rack up. Add time, and we'll see you next week.